Hi guys, good morning, good morning. Today is, today is, um, let's see, February 25th. And I decided to make another episode because I just felt led to. Um, there is three specific questions that have been asked countless times. And um, I just wanted to answer them through an episode. Um, this is kind of like a Q&A, but it's only three questions. It's not really like, you know, someone went out of their way to be like, oh, this and this and this. Like, no, it's just it, it flew um, or flow, yeah, it flow, um, through a conversation, and I'm just like, okay, well, let's, let's talk about it, you know, um, my hair's about to get poofy by the end of this episode, but, um, I pray that you guys are doing well, um, I know that from the last video, I did talk about, like, a couple things that are happening in my life, um, especially regarding my Africa trip, and so far, like, I, uh, the one deadline is coming up and then there's another deadline that's coming up and so far God has provided. Um, so I'm so, so grateful for that and super excited for what is to come. Like this summer is going to be the most life-changing summer I've ever had in my life. And, um, I just, I just can't wait to be able to pour it to, or other people like to pour, um, what I know, what I've seen, what I've learned, you know, um, so I'm really, really excited, it's like, I've been praying for wisdom, knowledge, and encouragement, and that's literally what he's been providing, um, you know, I'm, I've been praying for finances, too, um, but I know that he's making a way because of, you know, the things that I talked about in my previous episode regarding my salon, so I know that better things are coming, it's just a matter of just being patient and just waiting, Okay, um, but uh, let's get into it. This is going to be like a quick um, episode. It's not going to be as long as my previous ones. Um, I have church in a little bit and I have a friend that's coming to church for the first time. So I, I need to make sure that they feel comfortable and I want to get there a little bit earlier. Um, so with that being said, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's go. Um, so the first question is... If you had the opportunity to change your life, would you and what would you change? And obviously, like before, like BC, before Christ, um, I had so much that I would have changed. Like the way my mom was, the way my dad was, the way that they raised me, um, me moving out of Puerto Rico, uh, me leaving Connecticut. Um, there was a time where I strongly dislikes Philly and I was like if I could change one thing I wish I never moved to Philly <laughs> not realizing that 11 or 10 11 12 years later I would be in the same like in in a situation where it's like I'm seeing the fruit of what God did back then come to life now you know especially like with my kids and my business and just the way like my whole life has been right um and you would be like oh you know if you had the opportunity to change one thing about your life what would it be what would it be um and the person that asked me this question is somebody that isn't like that person is a part of the church and puts effort into being closer to god but i don't think that that person is still fully saved and fully surrendered so um uh, i'll continue to pray for that person of course but that came from a a place of like you know am like towards me I, like am i still confused am i still wondering 
because to, to ask me that question, you know, then clearly you don't know what I stand by, you know, and that's completely fine. Um, I know that that person is bound to change and make diff- a different, you know, outcome out of his life compared to his parents or their parents. Um, and I, I just know things are going to be different. But if I had the opportunity to change my life, something in my life, what would it be? Um, and I'm looking over here because my, my screen, I mean, my uh, whiteboard is there. Um, but I would say that I wouldn't change anything. Um, and I think that it took time for me to give them an answer because I've came to the realization that I don't have to give an answer right away because some things take, you know, time to think about. And like when it comes to certain people, like you can't just spit out an answer because they have question after question after question and then they have the doubt and then they are like, but what about this? But what about that? So I need to make sure what comes out of my mouth is Holy Spirit driven and that is intentional. So that way, like I know what I'm going to say has value and holds value so it'll go a long way you know um somebody have you ever had somebody like ask you a question and then you answer like right away and then they're like but what about this but what about that like when I answered this and I said to that person um you know I wouldn't change anything about it I'm pretty content and happy where I'm at right now they didn't really have much to say it was more like they just said okay like that's a good answer because now it has me thinking, you know. They were like, it has me thinking. And I'm like, go, go, let it marinate. You don't have to respond right now. It is completely fine. But the reason why I say that I wouldn't change anything about my past or my life is because the decisions that I made before were decisions that my flesh um, had the desire to do. So I know that there was a lot of things that weren't of God, but I know that God allows cer- certain things to happen, not so they can hurt me, not so I can go through pain, not through, you know, anything negative, but because he knew that I was going to grow from that. It's like growing pains, you know? Um, and like, he knew that I needed to go through that in order to value what he was going to give me later on. Um, So right now, I'm like, okay, if I change the slightest thing about my past or about my life, then I'm already trying to alter what God has planned for me and his mission. So that's literally something that I don't want to do. I'm trying to live by his will and by his means. So why would I sit here and, you know, get a thought in my head, oh, I wish this was like this and I wish that was like that. Maybe I would have a husband by now. Maybe I would have never got pregnant. Maybe I wouldn't have the salon. You know, maybe I would be doing so many different things that we in our head think that it's okay, but it's not, you know, because that's not what God wanted for us. Um, So I don't want to sit here and dwell upon something that I don't know the truth of, the what if, the, you know, if you would have done that, then what would have been the outcome? I don't want to think about that no more. I just want to think about the fact that, okay, is this what God wants for me versus is this not what God wants for me? And when you ask him to guide you, he'll give you the discernment. He'll give you the knowledge, the understanding, and the wisdom to be like, okay, the last time that I did this, nothing good came out of it, so I'm going to go this other direction. You know, um, I think that I was also, like, 
influenced by other people on social media. And we all know that social media isn't real, you know? So there was a time where, like, I was living by other people's means instead of living by God's means. And that's where I went wrong. God should always be that one, you know, go-to ask him to lead you ask him to give you guidance ask him to give you the knowledge he'll send people to you he'll send you scripture he'll send you like something on social media like somebody posting something i don't know if you need to i don't know who needs to hear this but you you've heard them before um but yeah so that that if i had an opportunity to change anything i wouldn't i wouldn't i think i'm just i'm just fine with how God has brought me upon and I even look back to the 10 years that I lived in Puerto Rico and basically like lived off the the land just living outside and obviously we had a house but there was a lot of time where we would just be outside 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 I remember with my grandma like we would this is kind of off topic but we would go out into the land and we would pick coffee beans for hours and hours and hours and hours and would I change that about myself absolutely not absolutely not like Puerto Rico is so beautiful in general and to have that core memory between me and my grandma you know if it didn't start like that then I wouldn't be here right now I wouldn't have a core memory of having the opportunity to have my kids give me this flower bouquet with this teddy bear and they they named the teddy bear fluff ball so like that would have never happened and there's just so many more things that are so beautiful that if we were to alter our past um or even try to look into our future you're not gonna have the opportunity to to have that wholesome moment um and that's another episode that has to do with like psychics and stuff like that people that tell you to read you the future and stuff like that i'm not gonna get into that right now but that's that my next question is what is the first thing god changed in you um and I did. I think that this was, this was a great question because it had me thinking. I was like, "Hmm, what was the first thing that God tried to change in me?" Um, and I want to say that once I started going to my church, I would go off for prayer every single Sunday. Like I really needed somebody to pray for me. I don't even care. It was the same thing. I don't even care if it's God loves you. God wants better for you. I don't care. I just needed somebody to pray for me because I didn't have the the willpower and the understanding to know what to pray for, what to pray for, um, or how, how to go about it. I didn't have guidance, and I was like kind of like scared to to talk to. Like, like grown people about this because in the next question I'll go more into detail with that but um I think me going up for prayer I allowed God to pour back into me and had people say certain things to me and when they said these things it was like let go of this um you need to move on you need to take care of your mental health and that all connected with forgiveness forgiveness and forgiveness is something that we all struggle with I still kind of struggle with because again I'm not perfect I'm I'm human um and there's certain things where I'm just like <laughs> like that doesn't sit right with me but that's not what God wants my heart to be like so 
I would say that forgiveness was the first thing that God tried to change in my life. And over the past two and a half years that I've been going to church, um, I think that my forgiveness towards people, my grace, my mercy towards people has been like from here. Because I can't like before it would be like, no excuse, you need to do this, you need to do that. Why are you treating me like that? Ba 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 ba. And I would judge people. I would literally judge people and be like, if I treated you like this, why are you treating me like this? You know? But my forgiveness was here and then little by little it came up and it's still going up because God is so full of graciousness and forgiveness and he is a merciful father that he does he doesn't want to think about the bad things you did because he knows that you are hurt during that times and he knows that there's many things that are like stopping you from being the best version so if somebody sits here and holds a grudge against you you're not going to be able to talk to that person you're not going to be able to feel comfortable towards that person so with god we don't ever have to worry about that we can make a mistake and then he'll forgive us like right after because he's so gracious and he has so much mercy towards us now that doesn't mean that you take advantage of his grace that doesn't mean that you take advantage of his merciful loving self you just have to know, like, okay, this I did this last time. Let me not do it again, you know, because it's going to hurt people. It's not going to be, like, something good. I'm not pouring out good, so why would I continue to do it? You know what I mean? So, sorry, I keep messing with my hair because I don't, I'm not a big fan of, like, my curly hair. I just don't think it's just a lot but anyways um yeah so forgiveness so i had to forgive people that hurt me i had to forgive people that hurt my kids i had to forgive people that hurt my grandma i had to forgive people that hurt my mom my dad because like all of that like put together and i had to forgive people that hurt my sister um like all of that put together that that's part of my heart whether I talk to them or I don't talk to them or I talk to them here and there, they're a part of my heart. So I just felt led to forgive people. Now, there was a time where I was in a reach group and that reach group was called Freedom at my church. Um, and during this class, we talked a lot about forgiving and letting go and making sure that we hand it over to God, like our worry, our stress, all of that. We can't control it. So why are we allowing it to destroy us in the inside, right? Um, so during that class there was things that we had to write down and people that we had to forgive and obviously like we go through things where it's just like you know I was a young person and an older person did something to me and it's just like how am I supposed to forgive them but they like twisted everything and made it seem like it was nothing. How am I supposed to forgive that person that murdered my cousin? How am I supposed to forgive that person that hurt a child? You know, you know what I'm trying to say here? How, 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 where can I find it? So the more and more I pray towards God, like, God, help me forgive this person. Help me soften my heart. Open up my mind, my heart, my understanding to, to know what it was that went wrong at that time. And <clears throat> it came down to the conclusion that, you know, we're all hurting in this world. And some people, they just, it's like hurt people hurt people. And we need to heal. And a lot of times it comes down to not being able to understand others 
and their feelings. Um, and I know that this is so much easier said than done. And you're probably like, why would you forgive that person? But it took a lot out of me to be able to forgive someone that hurt me. Um, but it was the best thing to do because it was like a heavy weight on me. And it was very draining to constantly think about it, to constantly go back and forth. What did I do wrong? What did they do wrong? Should I have changed my past? I, I wish I would have never met this person. You know, a lot of things start to add up and like your play gets heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier and you're just going to end up at rock bottom. So, excuse me, the easiest thing for me to do was forgive. Um, did that mean I called that person and be like, hey, I forgave you for everything that you do for me. You are a horrible person, but it is okay. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It is between you and the Father, you and God, you and Jesus, you and the Holy Spirit. And whatever else anybody has to say doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. God is going to be the one molding your heart, protecting your heart, mending your heart, binding your heart, and breaking strongholds that have been keeping you back before. So I really believe that forgiveness is one of the hardest things that you could potentially do to try to get closer to God. But it's one of the most beautiful and heart-filling and valuable thing that you can do. Once you start letting go of things that you can't control, you can't control people's emotions, you can't control people's actions, you can't control a person in general and understand that they are hurt so that's why they hurt you now you heal and you forgive so that way we as a person don't hurt other people because that's the last thing we want this is good this is good i'm so glad that that's recording because i have like a mini heart attack when that doesn't record um but yeah so wait one time okay i gotta go soon um yeah so forgiveness was the first thing that god tried to change in me and it's still work in progress because <laughs> i'm not perfect like i said um but it's something that you know i try to die to my flesh die to my desires and really try to be more like god it's like more like jesus um holy spirit make me more like jesus yeah that. okay um and then uh, there's a Bible verse that I actually wanted to mention, and it is Romans eight thirty one, um, and it says, "What then shall we say in response to those things?" Um, so a little previous message towards, I mean, um, description towards this. It's like people are like going into detail on, you know, why should I desire to go towards God. And in the same spirit, like he helps us with our weaknesses. We know, uh, we know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through our wordless groans. So it's like if I'm going through forgiveness and I'm like dealing with something that's like so heavy, it's like <laughs> Romans eight thirty one. It says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If we are trying our best to get closer to God and we're sitting here forgiving people and just moving past things, he's going to give us what we need. He is going to make a way for us and he is going to fight for us. If it's anybody else, let it be God. Let it be Jesus that guides you and gives you what it is that you need. Okay. Um, there's mangoes, there's strawberries pears in here and pineapple and i just added orange juice this was my breakfast 
I've been so busy. And I was eating nasty yesterday. I had chicken wings and French toast at like 10 p.m. So, yeah. Um, and this last question, um, this one's a great one. These are great questions that people have been asking me. And I'm just like, oh, let me open up. I can talk about Jesus day and night, 25-8. And this one is, did you feel intimidated when you started going to church? Okay. Um, obviously, like a lot of these questions are all three questions are from people that are either non-believers or they just started going to church or they feel like they were in church and then got out and then went back in and, you know, church happened there. So on and forth. Um, but did you feel intimidated when you started going to church? So it's like, think of it. As going to a birthday party or a quinceanera or something like that. And you know the quinceanera and the mom and the dad. Um, but you don't know anybody else, right? But you still want to go because it's a party, right? Um, so you go in there and you're like, oh, like, I don't know nobody. Like, this is so awkward. This is so intimidating. Um, especially when it's another culture type of, you know, and you don't know Spanish, you don't know Indian, you don't know uh, Portuguese, Brazilian, you know, you don't know no, their language, and the music is, like, different, you're like, okay, this is so awkward, like, I think I want to go, and then next thing you know, people start to welcome you, like, hey, how are you, like, what's your name, um, and they give you a hug, they, they ask you, like, oh, when was the first time you came here, they make you feel, like, wanted, um, then the music starts to change, and then you start to understand what it's saying, and you're like, okay, maybe it's not that bad, and then they're like, oh, you can go eat, you can go eat, so then you're like, yeah, let's go eat, like, this is gonna be so much fun, and then you start making friends, and then you're like, oh my god, you're connected to this person and that person, like, wow, and then you get into details, and you're like, oh, this person changed my life and my life has been so much more different because of this person right so you feel intimidated all the the whole time in the beginning up until you open up so that is the same i i the same thing is like church when i went in there i was intimidated i only knew one person okay that person was Brittany, and um yeah, she made me feel comfortable, but as soon as I walked through my church's door, like, I felt the love. I felt the love. Like, I felt, th like, the hugs. Like, I love giving hugs, and my hugs are so tight and snuggly because I just love hugs. Um, And when I got there, that was the first thing that they gave me. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Judy, but I'm not sure. Um, But I got a hug, and it was so tight, and it just felt so, like homey and just like so much love and peace and lightness so as I continued to to go it was like people were being so nice people were being so understanding they would ask me like how are you and you know the generic like oh I'm doing good how are you and you're like okay well I'm not doing good but it's okay like I'm, I'm okay but they'll be like no 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 like you need to talk to me and it'll it gave me the feeling of being able to open up. So although I felt intimidated because they would say certain things that I wouldn't understand, they would, I actually didn't even have a Bible at that time. I didn't even have the Bible app. I was just there sitting and like just listening. So I did feel intimidated at the fact that I couldn't pronounce certain words in the Bible. I couldn't pronounce like certain like chapters or just like books in the Bible. And I couldn't even like 
quote unquote, say a Bible verse without messing up or even just remembering it at all. Now at Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Then Matthew 4, mm, that one I can't remember, but I am the light. Um, and there are certain other ones that they're just not coming to mind right now. But those are like ones that I remember and that I love. Um, oh, there's one that says, um, uh, do everything out of the kindness of your heart or do everything um, with expectations, exceeded expectations. I'm not sure. But I do remember, like, I, I can look through it and I'm like, oh, yeah, this book said this and this and this. So now it's a lot better and I'm more educated on the Bible and I can talk about it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was intimidated with all these different things and people will make me feel better because they'll be like, oh, it's okay, I don't understand this. And I'll be like, oh, you, you've been coming to church for like two years and you still don't understand certain things and I just started coming to church and it's like bestie where you been like so she she made me feel comfortable then there was um uh I think I think it was Marky uh Marky was like singing the songs and he had messed up and like we had left because he had messed up and I'm like it made me feel good because I'm like he he's this pastor's son and he messed up the wording and it's just like okay so if I mess up it's okay <laughs> you know so like little by little I felt more welcome I felt better um I knew that if I wanted to get closer to God and understand these things I just had to put the time and effort into it you know I had to do what I needed to do in order to not feel intimidated and I always been the type of person that you know I'm like I'm confident from the start and I continue to be confident. But now that I have God by my side, I have so much more confidence. And it's not confidence no more. It's God-fidence. It's God-fidence because that's what it is. Um, But yeah, I felt intimidated. I felt like I couldn't hang out with people because I didn't know enough. I felt like I just didn't know the lingo so they wouldn't accept me. I also felt intimidated because a lot of these people seemed like they had their life together because they were so filled with joy, love, and just nurturing I don't know, personalities that I was just like, oh my God, like these people have their stuff together. Like these people up on the worship team singing their life away, they look like they're, they had their life together. Little did I know that everybody had their own story, their own testimony that was like, wow, like you've been through so much. I'm so sorry. And I just started to feel more comfortable. And the feeling intimidated part just was knocked out of the ballpark. And I was like, I don't have to deal with this. God didn't want me to feel intimidated. That's not of God. You know, excuse me. So uh, I I pray that this has helped you feel a little bit better about getting closer to God. Um, we all have to start somewhere in order to get to a place where it's like, okay, we're, we're going to do okay, just fine. Um, it, it's just a matter of just hanging on, trusting him and believing that he's going to bring the right people around and he's going to bring you to the right place. He never makes any mistakes and everything is done for a purpose. Um, I think that if you were to change your perspective around and be like, OK, well, why is this happening to me? Um, no, say actually, what is it? Oh, my gosh. I just like when I do this. Holy Spirit. Um Instead of asking yourself, like, why is this happening to me? Ask yourself, like, what lesson is he trying to teach me? Yeah. Yeah. 
like what is he trying to tell you try to pay attention to these little things um but i'm super excited for your future even though i may or may not know you i'm so excited for you i believe that god has a greater plan for you and you may not imagine it because our little brain compared to his huge thought process and brain and everything else is so much bigger than us so just really trust him and see how how life goes for you okay um i love you i pray that you have a beautiful sunday and this is so random but this is episode nine guys this is crazy and yeah you see how my my hair change is like dry and huge now it's cute but it's so much work okay i love you guys bye guys see you later